But we have the head. Purbeck nodded grimly. What we don't have is the rest of the body, and that's the next order of business. But you- Detective Lee Van Camp, a lean man with a thin face and a haggard appearance, stepped over to them, interrupting whatever the lieutenant was about to say. Mo knew he'd be lead man on the case. He worked with Jimmy Vorhaven, a younger detective, and they were probably the two best men in the county. Purbeck was a good commander and usually directed his detectives from his office. Purbeck was here himself because Richard Highsmith's disappearance and now confirmed murder was about as high profile as it got. He would remain involved. The media had already gone crazy, but news people were being kept at a distance. She'd worked with Detective Van Camp before. In fact, of all the local cops, she'd worked with him the most. They'd met when she was just a teenager. She hadn't had Rolo then. She'd had his mom, Heidi. Working with the wolfhounds had been a godsend for her. When she was in her teens, her parents had discovered how effective she and Heidi were at search and rescue, and she remembered hearing them argue about whether they should allow her to continue. They decided that yes, if she could help, they were morally bound to let her do so. She'd never really known what Van Camp thought about her and her almost foolproof ability to find the missing. He simply watched her with his dark, unblinking eyes, and he was always courteous. Well, Purbeck asked softly. Political execution taken to a dramatic extreme? Van Camp asked Purbeck. Or mental case. He turned to Mo. What do you think? Maureen wasn't taken aback by the question, and it wasn't because she and Van Camp knew each other or that they'd worked together before. He told her once that he just listened and tested everything he heard. He listened to everyone, taking in what worked for him and ignoring what didn't. But he didn't brush off anyone or discount any opinion. Mo liked him a lot. He was an exceptional detective for that very reason. She took a deep breath. It's certainly dramatic, but in the legend the headless horseman is looking for heads. He takes the heads and leaves the bodies behind. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Van Camp said. Burbeck narrowed his eyes. People say there are really no new stories, just new ways to tell them. The Headless Horseman was an old legend in the area. Washington Irving just wrote it up with literary talent. Whoever this is, they're putting a new twist on it. If you go by the legend, the horseman is searching for a head, Van Camp continued. And he killed old Ichabod Crane with the pumpkin head he'd been carting around. But if you read between the lines, either Brom Bones did in his rival, or Ichabod went off to live happily ever after somewhere else. But if you think this is a political assassination, the drama's an attempt to throw off suspicion. I'd be sure at this point. He cleared his throat. We'll know more, I'm sure, after autopsy. I mean, well, we'll need to know how the head was removed from the body. Whatever the answer may be, I really don't think we're looking for a long-dead Hessian soldier still fighting the revolution, Burbeck said. No, but these days politics can be close to war, Van Camp said with distaste. Poor guy, 
He sure as hell didn't deserve anything like this. I hope, I really hope that- He paused again. I hope it was quick. I want to send Mo and Rollo home. No reason they have to watch all this, Perbeck said. Van Camp shook his head. Mo can't go yet. We still need her and Rollo. Oh? Perbeck asked. Boss man, hey, Van Camp said. We got part of Mr. Highsmith. We need to find the rest of them. Yeah, but I was hoping to give Mo a break. She and Rollo have already found Richard, well, his head. I thought we'd search for the rest of the remains ourselves, but Mo, it probably does make more sense if you and Rollo do your thing. Get a head start. Oh, he winced. Sorry.